0: That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents. But we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Real life. Real people. Real talk. On Kingdom Talk. Welcome to Kingdom Talk, where we are sharing real stories from real people, who had real life victories join in on the talk with your host evangelist anastasia hay every week on tuesday as our guests share impactful stories about how they prevailed and triumphed over life's challenges Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome to Kingdom Talk, where we share real stories from real people who've had real life victories. It's such a blessing to be here again on another Tuesday. And I pray and I hope that everyone is having a blessed week so far. Hallelujah. Uh, So today's topic is going to be stay strong and fight for your dreams. Okay, it's so important um, that we as believers um, living in these times, we should walk in our purpose, and I, I tell you this right now, it does come with a fight. There are tri- challenges, there are trials, there are testing, but God is with us, and he will help us to prevail, and he will help us to fulfill what it is that he has placed us here on this earth to do. Praise God. So today, I have with me a special guest who's going to speak just about that, because that's what she does for a living. Um, here with me, I have Latresa Wright. Latricia, it's such a pleasure to have here have you here on Kingdom Talk. How are you today?
1: i here. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: It's a pleasure to have you here. All that you have to share with us in the audience today. So, um, so Latricia, um, everyone is considered as an AIDS orphan by society. Um, she's also a dynamic, motivational speaker. We need more, more motivational speakers in this world, right, to get people empowered yes. and uplifted. Praise God. And she's also a esteemed professional. Over the past 18 years, she's been empowering young people. Amen to that. Because so there's a lot of young people who are struggling in that particular area where they don't know if they can fulfill their dreams. And also adults. So adults, you guys are not excluded out of this. Um, who have faced personal struggles to push beyond the barriers they face in life. And the great thing about it is that she also published her first book titled Gate to Life. You choose the life that you shall experience. So talk to us a little bit, Latresa, about um, what inspired you to create this book and a little bit about your journey, your life journey in regards to empowering and motivating people. Praise God.
1: Absolutely. Well, Gate to Life actually started as a thought. And when I first I had a thought of writing this book. I couldn't even think of it as I'm writing a book because it was really intimidating for me. I had never written a book before. So my thought was, I'm just writing 3 sentences per day. So I'm going to And then it just continued from there. It took me about a year and a half to write the book. My purpose for writing the book was to empower others who had personal struggles. In this book, I describe my experiences being considered an AIDS orphan, things that I dealt with it, and how I overcame them to live a prosperous life. So I talk about the depression. I talk about uh, my mother's running thing, which is throughout the book, don't be stupid all your life, at some point get a clue. That became a... (laughs) A self-checking mechanism for me, you know. And when she first said it, I used to be so upset. I'm like, Grandma, I can't believe you called me stupid. She said, I didn't. I didn't call you stupid. I said, Don't be. There's a difference. <laughs> what you just did was stupid. But I know you're not stupid, so you got have an opportunity to make a change. <laughs> Amen. 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 That's a, And so that's from there. Absolutely. You know, my mom died of AIDS when I was seven. We were not told that she died of AIDS. We were told she died of pneumonia. And so I remember going to, through grade school and you get the same assignment almost in every language class, tell us about your family. And that assignment to many would seem real small. But when you are dealing with trauma and you have a youth that's dealt with some intense personal struggles related to family, that's a very difficult assignment to give. And sometimes we give the assignments and we don't re- recognize the impact it may have on our youth. And so I had to do that in my Chinese course. I had to explain it in my Spanish course. I had to explain it in my English course. And I remember the responses from uh, really mainly one teacher. I remember the response from her when I said, oh, my mom died of pneumonia because I said that she died. And each class you had to say it in the language, you know, what happened. So I'm like, she died. I'm like, okay, what did she die of? And I said, well, my mom died of pneumonia oh, okay, put your paper over there. People didn't want to touch the papers. you know. <laughs> and I'm thinking yeah. to myself, what's the big deal? And it wasn't until, and I, I talk about these things in the book, but it wasn't until I was about, I want to say 12 or 13, when I woke up in the middle of the night and saw my dad engaged in a sexual act with someone I thought was my uncle. Um, and from there, I put that piece of information with what I heard in my health class in ninth grade, the fact that Mm -hmm. many people who died of AIDS died of pneumonia. And I started asking questions. And so from there, I remember having intense anger issues and being suspended and uh, fights often. And I remember that phrase, don't be stupid. And there was a turning point in my life where really God blessed me. Um, My grandmother used reverse psychology. (laughs) She said, I know you're Uh going to fight, so I'm not going to tell you not to fight. But can you at least tell somebody? (laughs) And my mind went, I don't have to fight. I'm going to prove (laughs) her (laughs) wrong. And so from there, after having that that one day in which I considered success, I'm like, wow, God, I can't do this. I can ignore the negative things I hear from people, I can make wiser decisions. And so I shift from um, that herself, I created this slogan called Diva, and I used to recite that in the mirror every day, and the name was Distinguished Dog. And so I did everything I could to make sure my mind was who I said I was. Because a lot of times you'll hear people tell you who you are, and you'll yeah. begin to believe it if you don't tell yourself who you are and who who God says you are. Uh, yeah. I accepted Christ when I was about 13 I believe that's in the book as well. The book has different gates in it, and at each gate, which is the point of decision, is where I had to make a choice. And so it gives people the possible consequences related to each choice, and when they turn to the next page, they find out which choice I chose and what my consequences were. Because my goal is to help, especially youth and others, make the right choices in life. We make mistakes, but if we take a moment to breathe, and really hear God and really think first before we act, that we'll have less major mistakes that we make in life.
0: Amen. I absolutely agree. Latresa, you made some really good points there. You know, um, it's so important um, that we try our best to not only avoid the mistakes and then when we do make the mistakes, because you know, it happens, we can learn from mm-hmm. it. Amen. We can learn from it and absolutely. learn that, okay, this is what the consequence I had to experience. Now, um, I, uh, what can I learn from it? What can I take out of it? Because it's so important that when we're making these mistakes is oftentimes, um, you find people going in a huge circle, a huge circle Absolutely. because they continuously make the same mistake over and over and over. And they're not learning anything mm-hmm. from it. It needs to be an educational process for us. So, um, I'm glad you, you, you put that out there, you know, to let let them know that, hey, this is the choice that I made. This is the consequence that came from it, and I want to help you to avoid making that mistake and make better choices. Amen?
1: Absolutely. And one of the highlights in the book is how I describe, even though I had personal struggles dealt with depression, dealt with anger issues, financial struggles, all of those things, I still continue to pursue education because in my mind that was my ticket out. So I still had to make sure I did well in school, assisting others in the process. And those things carried. I had awesome teachers and counselors who, you know, sometimes when students are acting up in school, we suspend them. Instead of that, I had some counselors who would actually bring me to their office and say, this is not who you typically are. What is going on? As opposed to you're just going home what I've noticed Mm -hmm. is if you're academic, you know, you had more people who are concerned about you and what's going on with you than if your academics are really low, causing problems in the classroom, which is something I think is sad because a lot of times students who are exhibiting those type of behaviors tend to have some significant things going on. Everybody doesn't take the same path. That's true. So hopefully we, you know, learn more about trauma and how we can assist those dealing with it. Hello? Teresa? Hello? Yeah,
0: say that one more time. I didn't, I didn't hear the last part.
1: Oh, okay. Now I would say so hopefully we as a, as a society will learn more about trauma and do our best to assist those who are dealing with it regardless if they are struggling academically or if they're excelling academically. All of our youth matter.
0: I totally agree. Um I think I think if more people will stand up and care, but you know, the good thing about it is that God knows how to assign the right people because I feel like there there's a purpose, there's an assignment, there's a job for everybody to get done on this earth, you know, and and God knows who's fit for that assignment, who's fit for that purpose, who's fit for that uh, particular task, and he knows who's going to do a good job, you know what I mean? So um, another question I want to ask you, um, what were some of your struggles when you were going through, you know, discovering your purpose and your walk with the Lord as far as, you know, when he placed this assignment upon your heart to do? What What was some of your struggles?
1: Well, some of my struggles, uh, one of the struggles was how do I write this in such a way where people don't feel like I'm trying to uh, attack them? You know how sometimes you hear what goes on in the family stays in the family. You know, you can't talk about what happened to you in the family. But um, I said I have to reach a certain group of people who have dealt with similar things to let them know that they can't make it out. They don't have to succumb to what they dealt with, and so when I describe the incidents of uh, molestation in the in the text, um, it wasn't to harm anyone. It was more so to assist those who are dealing with that and help them to see that you can you can overcome that. You can still be successful. And another challenge that I saw in writing this was sometimes when you describe that the fact that you maybe have gotten physical discipline, you know, a spanking or whatever, because we have this shift in our society that's taking place. People automatically say, oh, you were just abused. And that actually <laughs> is not the case. There's a difference <laughs> between discipline and abuse. And, you know, I had a, another um, person that I spoke to that was saying, oh, no, she should have never spanked you. I'm like, no, thank God for the spankings that I received because it uh, actually helped me in the process. Amen. You know, I'm saying
0: some
1: you know, amen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> come on. Great. You know, you see this. You're very. You're likely trying to react real fast to get them not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but um, so I thought about those things, and, and that's in the book. And I also share the love and share the um, financial. We had some financial struggles, but I remember my grandmother. She was constantly empowering us. She would look at the things that we were good at, and she would encourage us to use that. For example, one aspect of the book is where I talk about how she said, "I can't, I can't, uh, I can't say, send you to college. I don't know how to." So you need to figure it out. And I want to go. Like I started talking to my teachers, and I had a counselor who was on the scholarship judging committee, who told me things to do for and how I should structure my essay. And and so I did what she said, and I received a five-year tuition fees paid scholarship, and I continued to receive other scholarships the directions that she gave me. But one of, another thing you know, things that you want is not in my budget. So I learn more you are an excellent writer. You can write points. So I wrote points for people and sold them for $3. And if they wanted a bear or if they wanted a, a, a balloon with it, uh, that was a $5 charge. And I would deliver them throughout the school. And some of my teachers would purchase things. So by doing that and the name of that organization with Supplies and Gifts and Creations, I created that at the time with uh, my fiancé at that time. And I would make all these different sales and was able to earn enough money to pay for my prom dress, to pay my senior dues, because we didn't have that money. But I earned it by using the gifts and talents that God had given me and that my grandmother reinforced and reminded me that I had. So sometimes when we're looking at how, what parents can do to uh, assist their youth, and they can assist them by acknowledging what you see. You know, encourage them in that give. Even if you don't, if you don't have the money, it's okay. It's still out there. You can still accomplish that dream. You can still go after that goal. Somebody will fund it for you, but you have to open your mouth and say something. You got to take initiative. <laughs> so that's an aspect in the text that's demonstrated as well. Oh, praise
0: God, praise God. That's such a blessing because you know, oftentimes uh, people feel like it's it's impossible. You know, getting in that rut sometimes
1: where
0: even this is. Tough. And it's just it's just everywhere you look, you see the dollar sign. You're like, oh, my gosh. And that leads mm-hmm. me to the next question um, that I wanted to ask you. Um, were there times when your dreams and goals felt or looked impossible to
1: achieve? Oh, absolutely. I took about two months, two to three months off from writing the book Gate to Life because I, I was not going to finish it. It became too difficult to describe incidents that were occurring. And so I said, I'm just, i just not going to finish it. I, I'm not going to do this. But I had already asked for an accountability partner to help me. If I get to a place where I, I don't want to do it, I need you to encourage me. So every day she kept asking me, did you write your three sentences? Did you write it? And so it's <laughs> nuts to such an extent that I wrote it so I can tell her I wrote it already, you know, (laughs) to get back in the flow of writing. And what I learned from that is if there's a goal or a dream, and I had already told her the purpose for the book. So the purpose is to help people on barriers. I really wanted to reach people who have personal struggles, people who, and also youth, so adults and youth, who've had some sort of personal struggle, I want them to see that they can overcome it. You don't have to succumb to what society says you will succumb to. There are things and uh, people in position that are waiting to assist you. We got angels that are waiting to, to do what we need to, to do, but I sometimes to we come won't come open our mouth and make a request. Right? Praise God. And so Praise God. Come on. I had already asked her that. Yeah. And so when I did that and she said, well, I'm just doing what you asked me to do. I'm like, I ah, know. <laughs> But there are other times, even in, when you go, when I first went to college, I received a master's degree from the University of Michigan in Dearborn with honors in psychology. And then I also received two other master's degrees. One, I had uh, two different majors and a minor, and the other one I had a major in a, a human resource management certificate. But I could not even look at those things, those goals, as – um, I'm about to graduate from college because, again, I'm one of the few people who graduated from college in my family. I'm a first-time college uh, four-year degree graduate when it comes to that. So I had to look at it as it's, I'm taking this class, and as I take this class, I'm mm-hmm. the, the major goal is English. we have to break things down into smaller components. And sometimes, when you're dealing with personal struggles, you get overwhelmed with the uh, the massive uh, issue that you're dealing with. But if you take a step back and you look at, wake up today, and accomplish just one thing. What is the one thing that, if you do that consistently, will get you to the goal that you desire? Oh, praise God! Wow.
0: Mm, 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 mm. Amen. Amen. That's a good question. That's a, that's something that a lot of many people can can that's a good nugget <laughs> that they can take and run <laughs> with okay you know what is that one thing that you can master amen yes that's going to help you to get to the next of your purpose and,
1: amen. and when,
0: when we get overwhelmed you know especially if God has called you to be an entrepreneur or called you to be a business owner or called you to be a minister of the gospel you know, you know, you're wondering to yourself, like God will show you in visions and dreams. He'll show you the big picture and it looks so amazing. Absolutely. Like Whoa. Yeah. And then when you wake up or when you like come back to reality, you're like, whoa, <laughs> you, <Absolutely. know? laughs> you see, you see your situation. You're like, whoa, this can happen. Absolutely. This can really happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, 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 and then, you know, there are times when you even get intimidated. I don't know if there were times right. when you, um, were called when God was, you know, putting this upon your heart, showing you in dreams or vision or whatever the case may be. And he was saying, my daughter, this is what I have for you. This is what the plans I have for yeah. you. Like, you know, if you were ever intimidated by some of these things that he was showing you, like, you Oh, absolutely. To do like, absolutely. you to do this, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. kind of scary. Yes. <laughs> right.
1: Yes, it is. Uh, which is why I had to look at the smaller pieces. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you focus on the major things, <laughs> it's almost like when you're walking If you focus on the fact That you're trying to walk to the end of that block And not look at the steps That you need to take, the, the smaller steps Then you're probably going to trip over yourself Trying to get there much. <laughs> But like, if you, you just know, you look ever, at the one step <laughs> you ever I'm sorry see a baby?
0: No, so you ever see a baby Like a toddler walk?
1: Yes
0: they're taking their very few steps, and you know, I, you know. I was reading a denominational, um, like a few months back, and you know, basically the, the the writer was saying, you know, God, you know, if you if you just overwhelm yourself with your business or with your assignments, and just like take it, you know, just expect that everything's just going to happen overnight, you will get frustrated and even get angry, feel right. angry with God and stuff like that. And he he was basically saying in the denominational that you know what God does. Is that he he takes us step by step, you see what I'm saying? First, he prepares Absolutely. us, and he gives us little little cubits of, of things that are you know pertaining to our, our purpose, but he doesn't overwhelm mm-hmm. us, he prepares us and gets us ready for the bigger things. you know what I mean, the bigger doors, yes. the bigger opportunities. and he's saying, how can you manage can you manage these little small things that I'm giving to you? Can you be grateful Absolutely. for it? Can you be thankful for it? You see what I'm saying? And so he he sits mm-hmm. down and he's, he's watching us carefully to see how we handle those little things he gives to us. And then when we master it, he takes us to the next level, you know. And, um, you know, we just have to accept it the way it is because sometimes we want something to happen quick.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. and that is so true. Enough,
0: praise God. Right. We, we got to work off of God's agenda because he has his time frame. And he said it before we were even conceived. You see what I'm saying? He already had it in mind mm-hmm. of how he wanted it to take place, when he wanted it to take place. He has a set date, time, month, year, you name it. He has it. He already has it. That is place. so true. Amen. That is so true. Um, Amen. So, uh, Latrice, awesome. Latrice, uh, who who is your role model? Who is, who is your role model that you can say, like, really, really inspired you, motivated you, like, got you up on your feet, like, just made you feel like you can conquer the whole world? Who was your role model?
1: Wow, my role model. I would have to say, I, I'm one of my teachers. One of my teachers really got me on the feet. Miss uh, Rainey. I would have to say she was my role model. She had this really sweet demeanor, but at the same time, she was also firm, and I could always talk to her no matter what. Wow. That's amazing. That's a blessing. Yeah, she was almost like another mom, if I put it that way, in <laughs> high school. But yeah, I would say Ms. Rainey. And and she would correct me as well, when she saw me out of line. So, yeah. Um, beyond her, I would also say my grandmother because and, uh, I watched her – I really, I watched her and how she uh, carried herself. It's one thing to take care of your own children. On top of dealing with everything else with your own children, that to me is amazing. And I would say she's done a great job. And so I admire her. Never went without anything. You know, I just, It blessed me to see how she worked with her finances, you know, and she talked to us about credit and (laughs) what what we need to do. You know, pay your bills. You don't want to owe anybody anything. You know, all those types of things. (laughs) And business. My grandmother was the first one who provided, if you will, seed capital into our business. We we developed this girls uh, club and we sold jewelry and we I drew pictures for twenty five cents to up to three dollars depending on how big it was and we would go through the neighborhood and people in the neighborhood would buy our pictures and buy our jewelry or our design T shirts and we'll design their shoes for them enough pay for people to get. That was a big deal back then. So we get Nikes, or we also had parties with our money. And my grandmother talked to us about how I'm providing the first amount of money so you can purchase your supplies, but you're going to have to purchase your own supplies for your business out of the money that you raise from what you sell. So then we have to start buying our own supplies and setting aside our profit and. All of those things. Yeah. And we were eight. I was eight years old then.
0: My goodness.
1: But I found (laughs) out that my grandmother used to own a grocery store.
0: (laughs) She she owned a grocery store and. and and You were a business owner from a little girl. My goodness. You (laughs) were already in that entrepreneur. (laughs) Your grandmother (laughs) wasn't playing
1: with you. (laughs) <laughs> she oh, was goodness. not, because she said, "Listen, listen, honey. Nikes is not in my budget. My budget pays, so pay less. You want Nikes, you gonna have to earn it. <laughs> you all are very creative. Use your use your skills do do it the legal way. Because I will not visit you in jail. <laughs> she to tell us? <laughs> I will not visit you. I will not respond to your letters. You get locked up. It is all
0: about." Mm. That was a serious grandma. I don't blame her, but my gosh! <laughs> wow. wow. But we learn okay. the value of a dollar. That's good. That's and a lot one. of
1: our youth today do not know the value of a dollar. To them, money no. grows it, on trees. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You're I want, I want the Xbox. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Then your own money. It's, it's a, a whole, yeah. total difference. <laughs>
0: the whole difference it means so much more and then it's like you you know and that's what I was saying to um you know someone you know someone close to me I was uh, explain that to her you know you know every you know you like the the nice fancy designer shoes and all that stuff you know she's telling me about someone that she knows and I was just encouraging mm-hmm. her that you know what when you start making the money try to invest it into something that's going to yeah. produce more money for you don't don't go wasting it on you no know, designer bag. You see what I'm saying? When you get to that place where you're, mm-hmm. you're successful and you know for a fact that you've got a set foundation and you get a residual income coming in, coming in, coming in, then you can treat yourself yes. to a nice pair of shoes or a nice pair of designer bag, whatever. But make sure you know you're investing your money first. And then, you see what I'm saying? And uh, oftentimes people get the money and they splurge in a heartbeat and then they're broke the mm-hmm. next day. Amen. That is um, so true. So you, It's so important that, you know, our youth, you see what I'm saying, know how to handle their finances. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because um, that's what it really boils down to because a lot of these people, they're successful and they stay successful because they know how to handle their money. They know how to invest their their money, you know, and that's really important. Praise God.
1: Absolutely. I, I gave my nephew a book of how to make your first million. It's a kid's book. And he had to read that book, and he started saving his money. And I gave him a long-term goal. He's 12 now, but at the time he was about, I want to say 10. He was probably about 10 years old when he first started. But you're saving your money that you get because you need to purchase a vehicle, and you also need to save up for this. So he has different goals that are set. I want him to think long-term because a lot of times we when we're telling youth about saving money is only the short-term goal. Mm-hmm. And that also gets us in trouble. And one of the things that I spoke to my, my God children about is, well, a lot of people say, oh, money is the root of all evil. I said, that's a misinterpretation of scripture. It says the love of money is the root of all evil, which means you're not supposed to love it. It also says that money is the thing is that you're supposed to have money to provide answers to situations and circumstances. You have money in its proper position. And if you're called to be a lenderer and not the borrower, according to the text, that means you have to properly manage your money in order to do that. So so I shared with them about that. And I said, Well, what happened with the person with the talents? And so we talked about that scripture. And God gives more to those who do better, you know, do well with what He gave them. So if He gave you 100% of your income and all He asked you for was 10%, back and a thank you gift, which is an offering, and you give that and you properly manage the 90, the other uh, percentage that you have left, then guess what? Now you can get more. <laughs> but if you're, poorly, if you're a poor shepherd over what he gave you, then you don't deserve more because you didn't properly handle what you had already. <laughs> so, amen, so we talk amen. about you know those type of things as well. It's the, the biggest goal that I see is making sure that people are in the right position to even receive wealth. You got to have the right mindset. You got to take your mindset out of just being a consumer to being one who is providing. You know, being used to provide for others, and that's where entrepreneurship comes in. Because the the more you're placed, you're in a position, you allow God to place you in a position to be an entrepreneur. The high the likelihood of you being able to help someone else live and have a family and, you know, pay for different things. Entrepreneurship is about more than just the person. It's about the mission.
0: It's about the mission. Praise God, bro. You're going to have to put that as a quote on your Facebook. Hashtag uh, <laughs> entrepreneur. It's not about the persons or about the individuals. It's about the mission. You're going to have to put that somewhere yes. on your social media.
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, when I started.
0: When I started it's Time
1: Enterprises, I'm saying. T- that uh, name. I gave me that. It's, I said, well, God. What is it's time? It's time for God. It's time for you to get out of the way, get out of his way by putting yourself in you know, and allow him to raise you up. It's time for God. It's time for you to change your life by actually doing what he's calling you to do. And so the logo with it's time enterprise is that the clock is about more than just that clock. It has to do with the power. And the side, that's why the tongue is red and the clock has a, Covered by the blood and the feet. Well, on I, I created that logo myself, and then I had a graphic tool for me. And so when I presented at three o'clock because I represents the Trinity. When I describe every aspect of the clock, he said, how did you come out with this? I'm like, God gave me this. Mm. <laughs> and so, of course, it, there's, you know, struggles because anything that is worth doing is going to have some hardship somewhere. You you have, yes, There's going yes. to be some sort of kickback from that because really you're changing lives. And when I look at the tagline, empowering others, to push beyond the barriers and possess their dreams, that means that you're assisting other people and overcoming whatever demonic forces or whatever things they're dealing with to actually reach what God told them they can have anyway. And so oh, yeah. you're coming alongside someone to help them fight and <laughs> give yeah. them direction. Yeah. that's a, That's a huge thing. And of course, you know, Amen. you're going to have some sort of issues from that. <laughs>
0: No, but it's true. And you see on this journey, you can't be selfish. You can't be selfish. No, no. You can't be conceited. You can't be prideful. And, you know, as you were speaking about mindset, you know, um, I always say this to myself and I, you know, encourage others too. You got to have a wealthy mindset wh- whether you have the money or you, you see what I'm saying? Whether you have the money or you yes. don't, you gotta start having that mindset from while you're in your low place, when nobody don't see you, when you're behind the closed doors. You gotta have to start developing that mindset from now. Because let me tell you, this, when when a, a person with a poor mindset, with a poor man mindset, when the money comes into their hands, it, it, it's gonna come like nothing to them. They will not prosper. You gotta have a wealthy Absolutely. mindset. It gotta start from when, when you're in a low place. You gotta act like you're wealthy. You gotta walk like you're wealthy. You gotta walk in that in that yes. uh, that type of vision. You see what I'm saying? You gotta see yourself there and 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 Absolutely. and act in it, act in it. You see what I'm saying? It, it goes from mm-hmm. home. How you keep your home? How you manage? You see what I'm saying? How you carry yourself when you're going out? You know all those little things. All those little aspects are so important. And you gotta start from there because Absolutely. you gotta realize what happens when people accumulate wealth and they get to the high position. One God is the one who blessed them, God, mm-hmm. and that's a big no-no. Absolutely. And I've seen it countless times. You see what I'm saying? They forget mm-hmm. about God, or they get big-headed, or they get conceited. They're not humble anymore. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. They're not. The, they're not the humble servants no more. They get prideful now. they a dangerous like, hey, place. About money, what's up? You see what I'm saying? And now they want mm-hmm. people to worship them. And listen, right. God is. No one is in God's glory. Him alone should be worshiped.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now God mm-hmm. put that in, in your possession, so you can go out and make a difference.
1: Amen? So you can't be selfish.
0: It's a selfless journey. Amen?
1: Absolutely. And and what I focused in on when I talked about the word and talking about the mind is reminding yourself that you are a part of a royal priesthood, which means you're submitted unto God and you're royal, which means when you think about what happens with royalty, they don't uh power to fear. You, you don't see royalty saying, I can't have something. <laughs> and that's where the empowering others comes from because you you don't see royalty saying that, oh, I, I have this vision to do this, but it just can't be done because I don't have enough money. Their mindset is different. If I don't have it, then somebody's going to give it to me. You know, <laughs> it's completely different because I ha- I have it even if I don't have it.
0: oh my gosh Uh, Latrice, you know that's the same thing Yolanda Adams was saying Um, I was watching a video yesterday she was saying the same thing because you know she was kind of telling the audience on TV and where she started off Um, it was was on my phone on on this video that my mom was showing me but she was talking about like where she started off you know how because she was really tall she said she had to (laughs) sew her own clothes you know what I mean and she could because she couldn't afford to buy clothes to fit her, because most of the clothes were like 31 inches, like the pants or something, so she had to sew her own clothes. And years and years later, you know, God blessed her to have her own clothing line, you know what I mean? And, you know, she was talking about, you know, she was encouraging the audience that, listen here, if you have a dream, if you have a goal, if you don't have the money right now to do it, you know, just trust and believe that God is going to provide for you and help you to achieve dreams some way or way or or the other. You know what I'm saying? And that was just because I'm saying like, look where she was, where, where she was at based upon her story. You know, she, she couldn't, mm-hmm. she couldn't afford to get her clothes. She has to sew her own clothes. So, you know, right. it's, just, it's just really motivating to let just to see that people, they have a story, but God was there for them and he helped them to get where they need to be Absolutely. in life, you know? And it's never too Absolutely. late. Sometimes we feel like it. Sometimes we feel like it's too late, but it's never too late. Amen. It's never too late. Um, Amen. So, um, Latresa, were there times when you wanted to give
1: up on your dreams? Oh, absolutely. There definitely were times in which I wanted to give up on my dreams. And that's where affirmations come into play. I have a daily affirmation that I recite over myself. It's about three paragraphs long. (laughs) But I recite (laughs) the affirmation in the mirror. And this is something that I started doing as a kid, the diva affirmation. I would say I'm distinguished. I'm intelligent. I'm a versatile (laughs) adult. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> <Go girl>. affirmations. <laughs> so then as a, you know, I can also develop affirmations, what I find is I seek that first with regards to what I should place in my affirmation, and then I place those things there whether I personally believe them or not. Yeah, that's true. Because sometimes we don't say over ourselves or that we hear God say to us about who we are because we don't believe it yet. You know, <laughs> and when we do stuff like that, we don't reaffirm what God said about us. And so for me, the times in which I really wanted to give up, what came to my mind is what God had already told me. So I was, after I do something consistently, even if you took a day and you didn't do affirmation or whatever. It, you would be reminded at those periods in which you want to quit. The Holy Spirit yes. would bring things back to your remembrance. And so mm-hmm. that was a spark for me to keep pursuing her, to keep going with whatever that goal was. Mm-hmm. So I'm consistently talking mm-hmm. to the youth about affirming themselves. Cause there's nobody, nobody supports me. No one do this. Okay. David encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes you like to push in. Well, no one support you? You don't feel like anybody's supporting you because typically there's at least one person somewhere <laughs> that may be supporting you. <laughs> but you're clouded with what you're going through, you don't see the support, you don't see anybody. And so at those moments, you need to encourage yourself. You have to reaffirm who you are, who God says you are. And that's where the affirmations come in for me. So there are times I wanted to give up in college. There were times as a child I actually uh, would go and get a knife and go to the bathroom and lock myself in there contemplating suicide. And because I I had just given my life over to Christ when I first started doing that, I would hear thou shall not kill my great aunt used to always have me reading the scriptures. If I was angry, I had to read scriptures on anger. If I was real sad, Mm. I had to read scriptures about what God says about depression. You know, so I always had to go to the concordance and read scriptures about whatever I was dealing with. But Mm. when I had those moments in which I was enraged, it would be those type of uh, scriptures that would come up in my mind and it would cause me not to do what the thought I actually had. So the thought I had, I remember... Uh, thinking to myself, no one loves me, no one cares, I, I should just kill myself. You know, I had that thought, and I would go, mm. and I would get that uh, knife out of the kitchen and uh, slide it past. My grandma would go upstairs and lock myself in the bathroom for a long time, contemplating suicide, and when I hear the thou shall not kill, I'd take it back down and put it back. But mm. had I took my life, there's mm. so many people who would not have been touched, there's so many people who have, would have been in the same position or worse that actually changed their life because of something that I either said or done under God's direction. Took it in my hands and just killed myself. Then there would have been so much waste in the in the ground, in the grave, dreams gone, businesses never launched. So people who wouldn't have been able to have the position they should have had had I given up. And took my life. So Mm, I thank mm, God mm. every day for you know for His Word and for the fact that He loved me enough to speak to me during those times, and that I He blessed me to be able to hear Him clearly when He spoke. Yes, Amen.
0: That is that is that's amazing. You know, I'm glad you did not, and I'm glad the Lord intervened and said, "Listen here."
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Nice
0: You're not going nowhere. You're not going nowhere until I say so. <laughs> you are yes. not going nowhere until I'm ready for you, you're gonna stay right here alive and well and fulfill what I called you to do. Amen.
1: My exactly. Gosh. I mean I was really going through because I said I wanted to be with my mom. I it's really funny. wanted to be with my mom.
0: And, you know, so I'm like, tough. She's in I'm heaven. I wanna to go to heaven.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And and that wouldn't be the way to go to heaven. <laughs> Oh my God, right. I'm glad you didn't do
1: it <laughs> Yes, absolutely Thank you Jesus absolutely. Thank you,
0: Jesus for saving your daughter um, Yes, God is so
1: faithful <laughs> Yes
0: How are lives changing through your assignment that God has given you? How are lives changing through your assignment that God has given you?
1: Through so my assignment that God has given me, there has been relationships restored. I've seen youth who've sent me emails that describe how they, like one particular youth, I remember when I was actually at Mumford giving a presentation, the youth came up to me after the presentation was over and said, oh, well, I'm homeless, and I wasn't planning to go to college because I didn't think I would be able to get in anyway, but... After hearing you speak about your story and the information you gave me, I believe I can make it too. Those are the type of things that cause me to say, I need to continue to do what i'm doing you know i've I've seen people who were extremely shy stand boldly on a platform and deliver a speech with power uh, when I'm saying that, when I'm talking about people, it's not just adults that I've actually instructed in public speaking; it's been youth a five year old in particular that I'm thinking of stood flat footed with the microphone and spoke <laughs> with power. And those are <laughs> things that make me really really excited. Really excited because I know there's greater in store. There's more coming. But I'm also excited about what God has already done.
0: Amen. Amen. Oh my gosh, I'm excited for you. Just thinking about it just it just it just really gives me so much, you know, I don't know, it's just an impactful thing to think about, you know, that you're going out there and making a difference mm-hmm. in life, um, especially in the young people, you know. Um, there's a lot, lot of hurting young people out there. So I say, you know, kudos to you, bro. Let God have his way with you. Um, and the last question I want to ask you, um, Teresa, um, how long did it take for you to walk fully in your purpose? How long did it take for you to walk fully in your
1: purpose? Wow. You have questions, well, yeah, my purpose. There's so much other stuff. There's things that God is still resilient to me. Other businesses things. Boldly knowing the gifts that I I have and utilizing them. I would say that took me a good twelve years, a good twelve years, because I went through a period of doubting that I even was gifted there. Oh, I'm just pretty good at it. I went through a a period of just doubting myself and doubting the power of God in me. Because sometimes we believe in God, but we do not believe in the power of God working in us. Mm. And that Mm -hmm. also hinders us. That keeps us in a position of not accomplishing those dreams because although he said that, you know, all things are possible through him, you know, and, and sometimes we believe that, oh, things are possible. Yes, it's possible. It's impossible because I don't know. I can't do it. We we succumb to doubt. But then we'll proclaim out of our mouth a possibility, but our actions scream doubt. We have to get mm-hmm. to a place where our actions line up with what we say. And so wow. I had to get to a place where I check myself. And a lot of times I check myself in the mirror. And I had to ask myself the question, Do you really believe? Did you truly hear from God? And if so, why are you not doing what he told you to do? Do you really believe? That's true. And the power of God working in you, because if you believe in the power of him working in you, then you can accomplish anything that you can see. Anything that you can see in the spirit, you can accomplish. If you can think it, it's already done. The question is, Do you really believe? Do you really believe? And you know, it
0: really boils down to ignoring those thoughts. You know, when God blows breath inside of you, you just got to put action, as you said before, to your words. Um, Absolutely. You know, those who are listening right now, you know, sometimes your thoughts can get a little bit loud, really loud. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you got to tell your thoughts to shut up, you know. Absolutely. (laughs) Be quiet, you know. And and really and really and some there are times, um, Latrice, you sometimes you go to you may have to even force yourself. I don't know if you've ever been in a place like that where you have to just force yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. To get something done Absolutely. within that day that God gave gave to you. Because I'm telling you, sometimes the, the ideas, you're looking for some ideas. You know, I don't know if you were Absolutely. ever in an area area of your life when you were um, you know, fulfilling your assignment. Uh, praise God. Um, if, when you were fulfilling your assignment if you ever felt like, you know, Excuse me. If you ever felt like, you know, you had to force yourself to get done in the day, or maybe you were like losing ideas, you were missing out on some ideas, like you were trying to come up with content or come, come up with something to do to, to, mm-hmm. to work towards your purpose. And it's like, it's just not flowing the way you want to. It's like you lose that momentum. You ever felt like you need yes. to force yourself? Amen? Absolutely.
1: And at those periods, though, I can't just think that I need to force myself, I have to speak it. Because it's with the mouth that we actually uh, agree with whatever, whichever thought is presented in our mind. When we speak out of our mouth, that's what we line up with. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. And so when I'm in those periods and I'm struggling in that way, I have to speak what I know I need to do. Because <laughs> if yeah. I hear myself speak it, then I'm more likely to move in that direction. You're getting that right now. You're writing these three sentences per day. You promise yourself something, and you cannot get upset with other people when they break the promises that they make to you. When you every day you break promises that you make to yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's serious. That's serious, right there. Serious Even down to like waking crazy. up in the morning. You know, come on. I'm like that alarm clock went off. You set that time for a purpose. And what you're doing is you're lying to yourself every time you hit that snooze button. So you cannot get upset when people lie to you because you lie to yourself on a daily basis. Mm, Praise God. Come on, come on, You have to make changes. Amen, you do. You You have to value you you enough to make changes. It's
0: true. It's true. And, you know, let me tell you something because we have a caller. We have a caller. Um, Let me say something real quick. You see, sometimes people are out there watching you from a distance. You see what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a matter of showing people what you're capable of doing, but showing yourself that you're capable Absolutely. of doing it.
1: Because, Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Know, trust me, I'm not taking myself seriously. And God is taking me seriously because he's given me this thing to do. And he sees that I can do it or yes. he wouldn't have given it to me in the first place. Amen. Um, we have a caller. Amen. We have a caller online. Caller. Hi. Hi. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Is this you, Latresa? Yes, this is me. Okay. Um, is there a caller right now? Hello? Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I was enjoying the show. Okay. Fantastic. That's a, that's a, uh, I'm glad to yeah, have I was... you here on the show. I'm glad you, you're listening. Um, do you have any questions or anything that you want to say in regards to the topic that we're having a discussion about? Or are you were
1: like saying uh, yeah. to Latriza? Yes, it's
0: I'm most uh interested in like what uh the prayer life is like. Uh I know that uh you know, growing up I know God spoke to me a lot, but yet I didn't have that uh family going to church to even know that it was God speaking.
1: And mm-hmm. now that
0: I've gotten older I find out that uh Well, one thing that helps me a lot is with all the different uh, conference calls that are available, you know, to get steady prayer on a regular basis, you know, so that even whenever the enemy's attacking, you can still Mm -hmm. get that scheduled prayer. And uh, that that would probably be the thing that I'm looking at the most now is uh, how to explain to the young people what kind of regimen do they need especially if
1: they're not getting at home, you know. Absolutely. I'm glad you brought that up. My grandmother did not take us to church. We did not go to church every Sunday. Uh, Actually, my best friend was the one who invited me to come to her church, uh, which was the first church that I joined. Church was optional for us. My aunt, whenever we visited her, we had to go to church then. But what I do is I I pray to God every day. I look at Him as being my daddy. He he's my father, and so it's just a conversation that I'm having with Him. I tell Him about the good things that I'm having. I tell Him about the bad things that are going on. The things that I I desire from Him, and I also sit and just thank Him for who He is during my prayer time. And what I learned about hearing God's voice, and this is something that I've. Spoken to my nephew and some of my uh, God children about when they ask, "Well, how do you know it's God?" Many times, especially if you're not submitted under a church, but you do believe in God and you are reading His Word, the voice of God is going to sound like the person who you look up to. It's going to sound like the person who you spend the most time with. Your the voice of God may sound like your mother if you're you're constantly with your mom, or may sound like whoever you place in the office. Position, position. Typically, the voice of God may sound like that when you're not submitted under a pastor, or you're not consistently going to church, but you truly have a relationship with God and you believe God. So many of the times in which I was getting between things that I should not have, then I would hear my grandmother's voice. <laughs> or and there are times in which the voice of God sounds like you. It just really depends on how he desires to reach you. But typically it's going to, whatever the voice that God is using to reach you with is like with his scripture. That's fact. So the more words that a person knows, the easier it is for them to recognize the voice of God that they're hearing. But as far as all the different conferences, that is powerful. That's awesome. You definitely want to do that. But keep in mind that he's your father. And just like a parent, a parent wants their child to come to them directly. You don't have to be with everybody else to go and talk to God. So you should have your own personal. It happens as well sometimes. Say so you should it that way. Value to certain extent that you say, you know what? I'm 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 going to spend time with you, and I'm going to spend time with you first because you are more important to me than everything else. You're more important to me my job. You're more important to me than friends, family. So I'm going to spend time with you first. I'll give you the first fruit of my day. Amen. 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 I hope that.
0: Amen. <laughs> Did that answer your question? Uh, yeah, thank you. Praise You're God, welcome. Thank you so much. All right, amen, uh, Latrice, You are, you are, you are full up, girl. That's all I have to say. You are full up too. <laughs> I uh, and I, I give God thanks. I give God thanks for how He's using you in this appointed time. And I pray that God will continue to empower you and and bless you mm-hmm. to go out and and just and just you know change lives and and get people help people to get uh, where they need to be in life and fulfill their purposes. So I give God thanks for you. And I thank you for being on Kingdom Talk hallelujah. Thank it was such you. a you. I learned so much. And even just like having this discussion with you, I even, I feel more empowered now. So
1: <laughs> I'm going to get good.
0: so much more <laughs> empowered. Like, Praise God. Praise God. Uh, so, praise praise God. Praise God. We, we, we just have to rejoice in Jesus more. Um, and so I want to yes. encourage each and every one of you that are listening right now, do not give up on your dreams. I know it's hard. If you're in the growing stage of fulfilling your purpose, um, I know there's some some bumpy roads sometimes, and sometimes, you know, there's some rocks, and sometimes the enemy comes and try to fight you. I mean, there's all different types of things yes. you may have to face at times, but do not lose your focus. Do not lose your faith in God and keep your prayer life strong. Because I'm telling you this right now, I'm a living witness. That's what keeps me going. My prayer with God. Absolutely. That's what's going to keep you going on this journey. And no matter how long it may feel like, remember God has His promises apart. And as long as you line up your desires with His will for your life, you cannot go wrong. Praise God, you cannot go wrong, Amen. and it will come to pass amen uh so this amen. brings us to the end a hallelujah Of kingdom talk uh, latrice it was such a pleasure to have you here as a guest and you are amazing and i pray for a long life for you and i pray that you will go out there and continue to conquer amen conquer amen hallelujah god bless each and every one of you we will be seeing talking next week tuesday at 2 p.m stay tuned god bless us get to join in on the kingdom talk live every tuesday with your host evangelist anastasia hay follow us on blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom empowerment inc also subscribe at www.keifm.com to receive updates and notifications for our new podcast have a fantastic week and thank you for tuning in god bless